Pastor Michael E. Tan. I'm the senior pastor of the Bethlehem Baptist Church in Pauls Valley, Oklahoma. We're at 311 North Dunbar, 55 miles south of Oklahoma City. We want to welcome you to today's program. Today you're going to be listening to a word either from myself, my lovely wife Kimberly E. Tan, or associate minister at Bethlehem, or a teacher. But before we get into word today, we just want to welcome those who are listening throughout our MySpace page at www.myspace.com backslash Pastor Michael Eton, that's E-A-T-O-N. Maybe listening through our church website at www.heargodsword at Bethlehem.com or podcast of the same name, Hear God's Word at Bethlehem, or through our Women of Divine Faith or other ministries all on the internet. Now, let's get into the Word. Father, mostly of all, we ask, Lord, that you speak to us, Lord, for your people need to hear from you, Father. We thank you, Father, and we praise your holy name, and in Jesus' name, we pray, amen, and praise the Lord, amen. And praise the Lord. Bethlehem. Amen. That sounds good. Let's do that again. Bethlehem. This is our theme for the whole year of 2013. We have a desire to get it right. And one of our desires is we believe we're trying to get it right or we're going to get it right has to do with this facility. All right. All right. Amen. Amen. I like what Sunday School had to say in Ezra. It was the remnant yeah. All right. that All right. built the temple. Yeah. All right. Hello, somebody. Yes, sir. And God provided and they built. Amen. Yeah. All right. And we believe that God is the same God yesterday, today, and forever. Amen, right? And we believe that he can move right here, right now in 2013. Amen? Amen. We're continuing in a series that we've stretched out throughout the summer. The title, Getting It Right in Maintenance. But we want you to know that Galatians chapter 6 verse 9 says, Let us not become weary in doing good, but that at the proper time we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. In order to do that, we have to trust in the Lord. See, when we trust in the Lord, we won't quit. When we trust in the Lord, what does it say? You take care of the sowing and God will take care of the growing. So we want to encourage you, your heart and your walk of faith to don't give up. Say to your neighbor, neighbor, 
or neighbor, don't give up. In Jesus' name. Today we're going to share a message entitled, Everybody Hurts, Only Jesus Can Help. Everybody Hurts, Only Jesus Can Help. Would you please stand and reverence for the word of God as we learn from Nehemiah chapter 8. They stood in reverence to the word of God. And that's Sunday school too. Sunday school still spilling over. <laughs> Matthew eleven twenty eight. Let's read this out loud together at the same time on three. One, two, three. Amen. You may be seated in the household of the Lord. From this text, which Nehemiah chapter 8 talks about expository preaching as well. Hello, somebody. (laughs) We're going to try to exegete this text and we're going to show you three things that you need to know about God. If you want him... To take care of your hurts. First of all, you want to, you have to know that God gives you an invitation from the text. It's an invitation from God. And then this invitation, he encourages you to bring your irritations. Your irritation, bring them to the Lord. And once you do that, you get an interlude or rest From God. Everybody hurts. Only Jesus can help. What we want Christians to know today. Is that Christians should take their burdens. To the Lord. Christians should. Take their burdens. To. The Lord. I'm going to try not to get ahead of myself. But when I. Think about an invitation. I think about how, in some instances, it would be an honor to receive an invitation from somebody. Um, For those who are Democrats, it it probably would be a, a great invitation to get an invitation from the White House to to go visit the president there. And it probably would be an invitation that you would not refuse. You would not refuse. Even some of those who may be Republicans, if they they get an invitation from the president, it still would probably be an honor to, to, to get an invitation to come and to sit down with Barack Obama. Our president. Hello, somebody. I, I'm still myself. I'm still waiting for my invitation. They do a uh, a pastor's luncheon, a, a pastor's prayer breakfast, and, and I'm still waiting for my invitation to be a part of that pastor's prayer breakfast. He said, "Keep waiting, Reverend." <laughs> And for me, it wouldn't matter who's in the White House because my, my God don't ride the back of a donkey or an elephant. 
And if I was to receive an invitation, it would be an honor. And I would go there and I would go there to represent God. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. It would just be an honor to receive an invitation. And here in the text, God is extending an invitation. But is it an honor for us today? Is it an honor? Wait a minute. The King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, though the one who's worthy, the one who spoke out uh, oh, uh, into nothing and created everything just by his words. Oh, oh Jesus sends us uh, an invitation. Will you receive that invitation? And I know to be contextually true, he, he was sending this invitation to those who was really fed up with religion. Hello, somebody. Because uh, the, Pharisees, the Pharisees and Sadducees and all those, uh, they had uh, dummied down the word of God and they put all, all these religions and rules and, and put it and made it to, to on the same level as the word of God. And, and it was a burden to the people. And, and because they couldn't live it, they couldn't do it. Oh, and Jesus came on the scene and told them who his God really was. His God wasn't about all those religious rules, religious osity or ritualism. He, he extended this invitation. Hello, somebody. And God is trying to extend the same kind of invitation to those that don't know him. If you're listening at the sound of my voice and you don't know who Jesus is, oh, God is extending you an invitation. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. This is what this invitation is for, everlasting life. Hello, somebody. Uh, we're not talking about just fire insurance. Hello, somebody. It's an invitation to become a disciple of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Uh, and a disciple is a learner. And a learner manifests Jesus Christ in the flesh uh, right here, right now. Right. A learner wouldn't have problem. Uh, oh, like in Nehemiah with, with their church service. Uh, it was full of folk who were learners. Uh, and what did we learn in Sunday school that their church service last Hallow? Six hours. Hello, somebody. <laughs> Lock the doors, ushers. <laughs> We've been to determine who's the real disciples in this place. <laughs> Deacons going the back door. <laughs> Hello, somebody. But uh, uh, learn of somebody, you know, don't mind being inconvenienced by God. Hello, somebody. We make it easy for people to believe this is not something that's easy to do. This is something that's a sacrifice. And this is an invitation to discipleship. Come unto me, all who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Hello, somebody. Have you accepted that invitation? Have you accepted that invitation? Let me, let me ask you that, because just because you're in church don't mean you've accepted that invitation. Hello, because we look at the fruit of the matter, the root of the matter, and the fruit, when the, when the root fruit and all that don't add up. Hello, somebody. There's something wrong. And I think some of the greatest evangelism services that we could have really should begin with the church itself. 
Because we have folk that are not manifesting the characteristics of Jesus Christ. We got folk who say, I've been this way all of my life. Hello, somebody. You don't, as a disciple of Jesus Christ, have the right to say that you've been this way all of your life. Hello, somebody. If any man be in Christ, he's a what? A a new creature. Hello, somebody. I, I can't be the same that I was last year. I'm in Christ. I can't be the same person, oh, from 10 years ago because I'm in Christ. Hello, somebody. Jesus is extending that invitation to some folk who are in this house right now. Some folk who've never changed a thing don't want to change a thing. Hello, somebody. I've been this way all of my life. Hello, somebody. If you've been that way all of your life, you have not been a disciple of Jesus Christ. Hello, somebody. Because in Christ, you have to change. Hello, somebody. I, I had to change. That's some stuff that I, I like to do. But in Christ, I had to change. I used to like to curse. In Christ, I had to change. Hello, somebody. Yeah, I used to like to curse. I used to be good at it. <laughs> I made up some of the words y'all use now. <laughs> when God changed me, he changed my talk. The old folk used to talk about this all the time. We don't talk about it now. Oh, we talk about changing my talk, changing my walk, changing. Oh, I looked at my feet and my feet when I looked at my hands and my hands, when they were talking about a change. Oh, my feet don't go to the same places that it used to go. Hello somebody. My hand don't touch the same things that it used to touch. Hello somebody. My eyes don't see the same things that it used to see. Hello somebody. Hello somebody. If any man be in Christ, he's a, he's a new creature. It's an invitation and we've got to extend that invitation to you right now. But I like the encouragement of this invitation because there's some folk in here that are carrying some heavy loads, some heavy burdens. There's some folk, oh, that are barely making it. There's some folk that are barely hanging on. There's some folk, oh, that that have done what uh, I believe Abraham Lincoln said. They've come to the end of their rope uh, and they've tied a knot on it. uh, Oh, and they're barely holding on uh, because they still, they had enough strength to tie the knot, but they still can't hold on in their own strength. And God said, this morning an invitation hey come to me (laughs) come to me with with, with all of this stuff and this is a good illustration of all of this stuff we need to bring to the Lord let's look at this video me is number one I need to bring to the Lord success family hello somebody Me done fell off. <laughs> Family done got knocked down. Heavy burden, heavy load, can't carry it on my own. Can't carry all this. The future, all of this stuff, success. I can't, I can't carry it on my own. I got to take care of me. It's too heavy. All the questions that I have. It's, it's too much for me. I'm trying to make it. God says, come unto me. Amen. Praise the Lord. So if it's too much for me, then then I have to accept the invitation. Say to your neighbor, neighbor or neighbor, you got to accept this invitation. 
um, one of the things that would uh, really irk some folk off is if they if you if they send you an invitation and they thought enough of you to send you an invitation and you deny that invitation or uh, you don't respond to that invitation hello somebody in the new school, it's, it's not a written invitation. A lot of times they'll send an e-bite and they'll invite you into something, to something. I think I just got an e-bite for, for something, uh, uh, 80-year uh, uh, anniversary uh, or, or celebration of Dr. Lord C. Blue. I, I just received a, a, a invite, uh, e-bite for that. Uh, to come and to celebrate and God has, is extending an, an invitation. Do not deny his invitation. He says, come to me. Hello, somebody. Don't come to your family. Don't come to your friends. Don't don't, don't, don't come to the bank. Don't don't, don't come to your credit card. Oh, you have problems. You have issues. Oh, and you have other places that you go with your issues and your problems. And these other places. Oh, not what God wants you to do. God wants you to come to him. God wants you to accept his invitation in the same way. That you will accept an invitation from Barack Obama. Come to me, he says. Hello, somebody. Come to me. It's amazing that Christian folk find other things to go to, like drugs and, and alcohol. Hello, somebody. Wow. Jesus said, come to me. That stuff that's, that's causing you to want to take alcohol. That stuff that's causing you to want to take drugs. That stuff that's running your blood pressure up. Oh, come to me. Hello, somebody. Say to your neighbor, neighbor, oh, neighbor. God is inviting you. He, he says, come to me. Hello, somebody. Come to me. Don't, don't. And some of you parents know what it's like to have children that, that may get in trouble and they try to figure out everything and you sitting right there with the answer, but they just won't come. You, they, they your children and especially the good ones that mess up every once in a while and, and, you, and you, you will help them. But the only way you would help them is, is that they've got to come to you. Hello, somebody. They, they, they've got to humble themselves. See, this is a form of humility. And you've heard me say many times that, oh, proudful people don't pray. Hello, somebody. Because they like to, they have to figure it out on their own. They come and we have a generation of prideful folk that, that say that they came up by their own bootstraps. Hello, somebody. And they'll tell you all they had to do. I had to walk 20 miles to go to school in the snow. <laughs> and in the rain. I, I, didn't, I don't have what you, what you young people have. Hello, somebody. Somebody that really doesn't love the Lord and know the Lord said the Lord enabled me. God gave me strength to walk those 20 miles. Hello, somebody. I didn't make it up by my own bootstraps. I, I made it up by the grace and by the mercy of God who enabled me and strengthened me at times. Oh, when I came to him, he answered my prayer. When I called on him, he heard me in my distress. When I called on him, oh, he manifested some miracles in my life. 
Hello, somebody. An invitation. Come to me. Hello, somebody. Come to me. John uh, 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 7 and 37 says, on the, uh, on the last and greatest day of the festival, Jesus stood up and said in a loud voice, let anyone who is thirsty come to me and drink. Hello, somebody. There's, a, there's some folk that are thirsty. Now, the young folk use a thirsty as a word for, for those that's, 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 that's desperate or trying to come up, trying to, trying to do something. They, they thirsty. Hello, somebody. It's not a, it's, it's not a good thing for, for them. But, but Jesus said, for, for those, hold oh, that, 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 that. He said in a loud voice that if you're thirsty, come to me and drink. Another invitation. Hello, somebody. Are you thirsty today? Are you looking for something that's real? Hello, somebody. I, I serve a God who's real. Hello, somebody. And he's real right here in Paul's Valley, right here in the Bethlehem Baptist Church, here in Paul's Valley, the house of bread. He is as real here as he is. Oh, and some of those other bigger houses in the city. Hello, somebody. God says what two or three are gathered together in my name that I'm in the midst. And God says right here, right now, the answer that you seek. Oh, you ain't got to go to all these different conferences. Oh, you ain't got to have all the false prophets to lay hands on you on the sprinkle, sprinkle that spring water. You you don't have to stay up late in the middle of the night and hear false prophets tell you that it's going to be all right. Hello, somebody. God is real right here. And he's saying to you right here and right now, come to me. Oh, you ain't got to go to a man. That's why Jesus came in the first place. What was the first thing that happened when Jesus died? on the cross. Can anybody tell me the first thing that happened when he died on the cross? Yeah, you got to know something else happened in the temple. What what happened? From what? From the top to the bottom. Hello, somebody. Which means that I would no longer need a priest to intercede on behalf of me. All I needed was to accept this invitation from Jesus. And if I have Jesus in my life, he's all that I need. I don't have to seek all these other soothsayers. I don't have to read my horoscope. I don't have to look for another man of God, a bishop, an elder, an apostle. I ain't got to look to, to nobody. All I have to do is to look to Jesus. And Jesus this morning is looking to me with this invitation. He says, save your money and come to me. Right. Hello, somebody. Come, come, to, come to Jesus. You're thirsty. Come, come to Jesus. Hello, somebody. An invitation. Everybody hurts. Only Jesus can help. To which we come to this next point. Not only did he tell you to come to him, he he didn't say that you have to be all good to come. Hello, somebody. He, he didn't say that you, you had to be happy to come. He, he says, all you who are weary and what? Heavy laden, the King James, the NIV says, uh, burden. Hello, somebody. 
You mean I can bring my irritations to God? Hello, somebody. I've been taking my 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 irritations to everybody else. I've been calling on everybody else talking about my boss. I've been calling on everybody else talking about my wife. I've been calling on everybody else talking about how broke I am. And I've been telling them I'm so broke I can't even pay attention. Hello, somebody. I've been telling everybody and God says, oh, gives an invitation. Bring that irritus to me. Hello, somebody. I like this next video, not necessarily because of the song, but because of the illustrations. And we're going to look at it a little bit. Rest for your soul. Amen. You'll find rest for your soul in my love. Irritations to God. Come to me. The invitation. The irritations. All you who are weary and burdened. All you who are weary and burdened. I, I can only imagine if I could truly Ask the question today, how many here today are weary and burdened? If we could take uh, some of the fakeness off of uh, churchianity, not Christianity, churchianity. Hello, somebody. How many of you would confess that you're weary? How, How many of you would confess that you're burdened? And I can imagine that if you're truly living for the Lord, uh, you're the ones that are probably the most weary and burdensome because, uh, oh, the devil didn't leave you alone last week. See, the devil don't mess with somebody that's on his team. Hello, somebody. Oh, and that's why you, when you look at some of the folk that are unsaved out there and it seems like they're doing so well. Uh, oh, they don't love the Lord. They're living in a big house. Uh, they're driving a big car. Well, they belong to the devil. Guess what? He's blessing them. But sin is only fruitful for a season and there's going to become an accounting for their ways. But for now, you look upon them and you say, they don't look like they have any problems. They don't look like they have any worries or trials or tribulation. And while I'm here trying to live for the Lord, I'm trying to give God my everything and I'm going through a whole whole lot of stuff. I'm going through a a lot of pain, a lot of heartaches, a a lot of trials. I'm, I'm sick in my body. 
body. And when I go to work, I have to work with somebody that's got a sick mind and they're always oppressing me. Oh, and then I got to deal with the boss and then I got to deal with the customers. Oh, and they driving me crazy. I'm a middleman in the middle of it all and everybody's driving me crazy. Then I go home. Then my wife look at me funny. Hello, somebody. I go home and the dog won't even lick my face. I go home and the cat look at me crazy. Oh, I go home. Hello, somebody. I'm worried. I got many worries, many trials, many burdens. Oh, for the devil comes to kill, steal, and destroy. And he's coming up against me. He's trying to steal. He's trying to kill me. He, he's trying to destroy me. Hello, somebody. God sends you an invitation to give you his irritations. Hello, somebody. I'll give you, uh, you give him your irritations. Hello, somebody. Who else you going to give it to? You can't handle it on your own. Hello, somebody. You've been trying all this time. Why don't you try God for real? Let me see. Try God for real this time. Hello, somebody. I'm not saying try religion. I'm not saying try rituals. I'm saying try a, a, a God who's personal. A God who's given you a personal invitation to bring everything that you've been going through. Hello, somebody. That's what the altar is about for Christian folk. All the, that's what we do. We, we bring our burdens to the Lord. And what the old folk used to say. And leave them there. As many times uh, we accept uh, the invitation and we give the irritations. Uh, but uh, we what? We take them back with us when we leave. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Uh, you may leave them there uh, on Sunday, but before you go to work on Monday, you, you come back and get them. <laughs> Thinking about that boss. <laughs> Thinking about what you're about to deal with. You, you drive back here and you pick them up again. Hello, somebody. God says, I can handle all of that. I can handle your, I can handle your burdens. I can, I can handle your weariness. Hello, somebody. Isaiah 28, uh, 12 says this to whom he said, this is the resting place. Let the weary rest. Hello, somebody. Let the weary rest. But the end of that text says what? But they would not listen. <laughs> you mean that's some folk in here that love their problems more than they love God? Hello, somebody. Let me say that again. There's some, there's some folk in here that love their problems. They love their drama so much. Hello, somebody. They, 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 they used to drama. They, they wouldn't know what it would be like to live a dramaless life. Hello, somebody. They like to carry their burden. They like to, they like to complain. Hello, somebody. You don't want God to, to, to move in your life. And that's why you're complaining all the time. One of the ways you can tell a, a, a Christian that's not spirit-filled is that they're complaining about everything. Come to church, can't see nothing right going on in the church. Complaining! 
Hello, somebody. Just like they they complained in that garden, in that wilderness, uh, uh, when they were wandering. That's all they could do was complain. They, they got, oh, you should have left us in Egypt. At least there we had some neck bones. <laughs> <laughs> Your brothers out here, we gonna stop. <laughs> you done brought us out here, and we gonna we gonna thirst to death. Hello, somebody complaining. And there's some folk that just love to do it. They live, they live in it. That's all they do is they complain. They don't want to find rest. Hello, somebody. God is saying today, you need to stop all that complaining and find some rest. Give your burdens to the Lord and leave them there. Hello, somebody. Don't deny this rest. Hello, somebody. That's some folk that work all the time. They don't ever rest. And that's unbiblical and ungodly. Ooh, you say, preacher, now you're messing with me. You're messing with me, preacher. God created the world in how many days? What did he do on the seventh? Hello, some. If God has to rest, and really he really didn't have to rest, but it was just an example or a model. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. How much should you? And some of you are burnt out because you're working all the time. Hello, somebody. You're cursing out your wife because you ain't had a day off in 21 days. <laughs> <laughs> what's the matter with him? Well, he working all the time. That's what's the matter with him. He ain't got no rest. He, he don't sleep at night. He, he, he working all the time. She working all the time. God says, Selah. Anybody know what Selah means? Rest. And you'll see it all the time as a, a part of the Psalms, that word Selah. Rest. I say, bring me your burdens. See, if you bring me your burdens, if you bring me your weariness, uh, you'll be having enough faith to take a day off. Hello, somebody. It takes faith to take a day off. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. He got these young people that's, that's just trying to thrive, and they say, you don't ever sleep. That's when you get ahead. You don't ever sleep. Why, why the next man sleeping? I'm getting ahead. Hello, somebody. Now you get a headache and high blood pressure. That's what you're getting. <laughs> it takes faith to rest. It takes faith to believe that God is going to take care of this. God is going to take care of my job even when I'm not there. Hello, somebody. I know we got some folk and some high upper leadership in their companies. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Preachers, this all the time. Preachers do this. Preachers act like they God because they don't ever rest. They, 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 tell, they tell their members, you can call me anytime, day or night. Don't call me anytime. My bed, my bedtime, ten o'clock. <laughs> Unless it's an emergency, you can knock on the door, but don't call me. <laughs> emergency, come knock on the door. <laughs> emergency don't happen that often. Hello, somebody. <laughs> That's why they call it an emergency. <laughs> Hello, somebody. 
Hello, somebody. Do you take a Sabbath rest? Do you rest? Hello, somebody. God said, come to me. And you won't have to worry all the time. Come to me and you won't have to work all the time. Hello, somebody. I know I'm right about it. Yes, sir. He, he says in the text, Isaiah 20, uh, 28, 12. Oh, this is the resting place. Let the weary rest. They're in the text, but they would not listen. And when you don't listen to God, you suffer the consequences. Hello, somebody. Everybody hurts. Only Jesus can help. He, 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 he extends this invitation. Bring, uh, come to me. Uh, he says, bring your irritation. Oh, uh, to me. And lastly, and not least, at least I keep us too long. The interlude, the rest, that's what it's all about. He says, come to me, all you who are weary and, he- and, and weary, are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. I will give you rest. To rest is a, is a blessing. And by the way, you don't have to go on vacation to take a rest. Most of the time, our vacations are not rest. We're running everywhere, seeing everything. By the time we get back, we need a vacation from our vacation. <laughs> You've been so stressed out, running here and there. Hello, somebody. <laughs> Hello, somebody. He says, I will give you something that's real, a real rest. Hello, somebody. I said in this last video, then we're going to move on. Are you tired? Keep company with me. You'll learn to live freely and lightly. Matthew 8, 28. Amen. Learning to live lightly. And that's what this interlude from God is all about. It's learning to live lightly. Some of us, we got so much on us, we carry them. Walking around, carrying like the guy in the video. Carrying stuff. <laughs> Somebody try to help you out. You, my stuff. My stuff. I don't need no help. Hello, somebody. Jesus trying to take something out. I can do this on my own, Jesus. And you carrying all this? What you thinking? You married? You think it's gonna be easy to love somebody? You got all this stuff you carried? Hello, somebody. This person with all the heavy loads is going to be what? 
tired and irritated. You say, good morning. And they say, what made you so good? And all this stuff. Ain't nothing good about this morning. <laughs> Maybe you let some stuff go. Woo. Let some stuff go. Let some people go. Hello, somebody. Stuff. Let them let that stuff go. Let some people. Woo, they might even be your relatives. Might be your own kids. Hello, somebody. You gotta, you gotta let, let the stuff. Who can rest better? Someone that got a lot of burdens or somebody that don't have no burdens? Who can sleep better at night? <laughs> you take all that stuff in the bed with you. It, hello, somebody. You ain't got no room in there. <laughs> hello, somebody. You got all this, all this stuff in the bed with you. You can't get comfortable and can't sleep because you're worried about it. Hello, somebody. Jesus said, I'm going to give you rest. But the only way you can get rest and the only way you can live lightly, hello, somebody, and I didn't say live flightly. Flightly is somebody that just don't know what's nothing's going on. They're living flightly. You know, you ask them about the news. What's going on in the news? Who's Trayvon Martin? She, uh, she's a woman that was. Uh, <laughs> but you, you've got to give all of that stuff. Your worries, your burdens, all of that stuff to the Lord. And when you do, you can get this interlude. You can rest. Hello, somebody. You can rest. How many sermons have you heard preached about rest? Very few, huh? Very few. And again, not vacation. Not where you go run around, see all the sights. Talking about rest. Hello, somebody. We all hurt. Which means we all have weariness. We all have burdens. We all have it. Stop faking and shaking. Churchianity. How you doing today? Oh, I'm blessed and highly favored. I just heard that your car got repo. You got evicted. <laughs> Hello, you, you blessed and highly favored? Hello, somebody. It's really that don't have to be a symptom of whether you're blessed and highly favored or not. Ask Job. It could be a symptom that you are blessed and highly favored. <laughs> but it's going to be burdensome to you to lose it. It's going to be weary to you to lose it like it was for Job. It was, it, 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 he wasn't living flightly. Hello, somebody. He knew exactly what was going on. Hello, somebody. But you've got to learn to take all that stuff to the Lord. Jeremiah uh, 31, 25. I will refresh what? And what? Wow. 
Say anybody here needs some refreshment? <laughs> Hello, somebody. Is there anybody here that's that's been faint, that's been thinking about giving up, that's been thinking about throwing in the towel? Hello, somebody. They said the gym, don't throw in the towel. Use the towel to wipe your sweat. Hello, somebody. Don't throw in the towel. God is still with you. God still loves you. God's trying to reach you. He sent you an invitation today. And he sent you this invitation. Oh, to bring your irritations. And if you bring your irritations, then you'll get this interlude. And this interlude is rest. Oh, and you know when you get rest, you'll be able to sleep through the night. You'll know when you get rest. Oh, because everybody won't make them unable you to give you a piece of their mind. Your mind. Hello, somebody. That's an unrestful person if, if everybody's getting a piece of your mind. That says you got issues, not everybody else. Hello, somebody. But God says, I want to refresh you this morning. I, I know you're weary. I know you're faint. I know you're thinking about giving up on this marriage. I know you're thinking about, oh, throwing in the towel on your finance. I know you're thinking about not looking for work. You've been looking, oh, for weeks and weeks upon time. Oh, I know you've been thinking about, oh, committing suicide because the circumstances have overtaken you. God says today, uh, oh, that I'm going to give you rest, uh, but you've got to bring all that stuff uh, that's wearing you. You've got to bring all that stuff that's concerning you. You've got to bring it all. Uh, and the more stuff that you got going on in your life uh, is the more stuff you have to give. Uh, oh, for somebody said, well, preacher, I'm going through 10, uh, oh, trials right now. Then guess what? You need to bring all 10 of them down. Uh, oh, to the Lord and leave them there. He said, preacher, I'm going to 25 trials. You know what? You've got to bring all 25 of those trials down to the Lord. And you said, preacher, I got a hundred things that are going off in my life. Oh, who do you think will be the closest to the Lord? Who do you think will be the closest to the Lord? The one that, if you bring it to the Lord, the one that has 10 things, the one that has 25 things, and the one that has a hundred things. Who's going to be closer to the Lord? Hundred, hello, somebody. You say, Lord, why all these trials? Lord, why all these tribulations? God says to you today, I'm just trying to get closer to you. <laughs> because in your, in your trials, you learn how to pray for real. Hello, somebody. You don't pray these churchianity prayers. Hello, have you ever heard churchianity prayers? I, I, I can't stand to have some preachers pray over thanks over a meal because they started thanking God about creation. <laughs> Wait a minute, bless, just bless the food, Reverend. <laughs> just bless the food, Reverend. That's what you need to do. God says, the more problems you have, you bring them to me. There's a famous person that says, I got 99 problems. If you got 99 problems, that's too many problems. A Christian shouldn't have no problems. Because they bring them to the Lord. And leave them there. No matter how many it is. The more problems you have, the more you got to bring. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. 
trying to help somebody today. Shall we pray? Father God, we thank you, Lord, for your word. And Father God, you send us a great invitation. The God of the universe says, come to me. And Father, we thank you, Lord, for that invitation. But also, Lord, you tell us that we can bring our irritations, Lord. And that we can bring them, oh, that stuff that makes us weary, that stuff that makes us, uh, oh, burning down, that stuff we've been carrying, Lord. You say we don't have to leave here the same. We can just bring it uh, and leave it there. And the evidence, Lord, of us bringing and leaving is living a light life. Oh, living a life, oh, that's not full of anxiety. So, Father God, we pray right now, Lord, that somebody has gotten your message, that somebody is ready to bring this stuff to you, Father. Stuff they've been wrestling with, this stuff they've been carrying, this stuff that nobody else knows about, this stuff. Oh, in the inner recesses of their heart and mind that they've been struggling with, they've been wrestling with it. Father, and we pray, Lord, that right now, in Jesus' name, that they won't leave here the same, that they will leave it, leave it here, leave it to you, Father, in Jesus' name. We're praying, Lord, that they'll be delivered this morning. From their burdens. To be lived, delivered from their weariness, Father. We know what your word is said. And now we want to experience your word, Father. And we want to give it all over to you, Father. Just give it all over, Father. There's some stuff I can't handle, Lord. Some people, Lord, in my life, I can't handle, Lord. All of these bills, Lord, I, I can't handle it. I, I can't do it, Lord. I'm about to lose my mind, Lord. You, you take it, Father. You take, uh, oh, me, Lord. Take this body that's sick and racked with pain. You, I, I can't even handle me, Father. I, I got to leave me at the altar. So, Father God, we're praying, Lord, for the saints in this place. They will take your invitation, bring your irritations, and they'll find an interlude that they'll find rest. Hello again, this is Pastor Michael Eaton. I've been your host for today's program, and before we sign off, we just want to make sure that you have a personal relationship with God. You know, many people are waiting to have a personal relationship with God. They're waiting because they're trying to clean up their life or get right with God to stop smoking or cursing before they come to the house of the Lord. And you know what I tell them? There's nothing that you can do or stop doing that would make you right for a relationship with God. The thing that you must do, however, is take God's provision. You see, in order to get right with God, you have to meet him on his terms, and his terms is Jesus Christ. The Bible said, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. And the Bible says that we have all sinned and come short of the glory of God. But the Bible also said that God demonstrated his love towards us, and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died. God's only Son, God's love, Christ died for us. So in order to get right with God, you have to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And you can do that today by praying this simple prayer. Dear God, 
I confess with my mouth the Lord Jesus, and I believe in my heart that Jesus died for my sins, was buried, and rose again on the third day. Dear God, come into my life, come into my heart as my Lord and Savior. Amen. If you prayed that prayer for the first time, then the angels in heaven are rejoicing. For now you are a child of the living King. Because you're a child of the living King, you have to find God's family, and that's what the church is. The church is God's family here on earth. With love, believe by faith that you've been born to the household of faith here at Bethlehem again. We're at 311 North Dunbar in Paul's Valley, Oklahoma, 55 miles south of Oklahoma City. We'd love to see you in our services. And if you're listening throughout the world, listening throughout the United States, Canada, United Kingdom, or even China, we're going to pray that God will deliver you to a Bible-believing, Bible-teaching, Bible-living church where you can grow up in the things of God. We want to thank you once again for listening. And again, if you prayed that prayer for the first time, you need to find a church home. A baby born needs to be a baby born in the family because babies can't make it on their own. And if you prayed that prayer for the first time, you are a spiritual baby. You must find a church home. Again, we want to thank you for joining us today. And I'm going to give us a final benediction. A benediction is a final blessing. Father God, we thank you, Lord, and we pray in Jesus' name that you would bless everyone at the sound of my voice, especially the new children of God. Deliver them safely to a church home and put your hedge of protection around us all. Keep us safe from our harm and danger until we meet again, either here in Cyber Church or in the service. We thank you, Father God, in Jesus' name. Amen. Hello again. This and is Pastor Mike Lee Tom, the senior pastor of the Bethlehem Baptist Church in Pauls Valley, Oklahoma. We want to take this opportunity to see if God used this message in your heart. If if your life is changed, if God really spoke to you and touched your heart and changed the moment in your life, we just want to thank God for how he's working in your life, but we also want to take this opportunity to see if we can get you to sow a seed in the life of our church. Right now, we're entering into a building program, and we've calling this program Vision to Reality. And This is phase one of our building program, and I've told many of our members, you know, I may not serve at a mega church, but I do serve a mega God. Not living in a mega city. This is Paul's Valley. But we serve a mega God because we're heard all over the United States and different countries and kingdoms. And we're believing that God owns the cattle on a thousand hills where you are. And if you take a moment and go to our church website at www.hearGodsWordAtBethlehem.com and you can hear it, uh, tap the link on the MySpace page or... Uh, just go to the front page of our website at www.hearGodsWord at Bethlehem.com and scroll to the bottom there. You'll see Vision to Reality, and that's where you can give to the building. And we, we want to do it kind of just like Obama did. And he raised his funds. It was just people, ordinary, everyday people, $25 
that helped him to raise millions of dollars in a economy that people were saying that is depressed. I think that's God. I believe God can do it for us. And we want you to give. Once again now, if God has touched and moved and worked in your life as a result of you listening to this ministry, we want you to give to Vision to Reality and help us to make our building here in Paul's Valley state-of-the-arts build a reality because you've taken time to give 25 50 10 100 and you may be able to do more whatever god is laying on your heart we need you so we can build this vision to a reality may god bless you and keep you is my prayer again go to the website www.heargodsword.com